So Black Friday is next week Friday. Yes, it's that close. Next week Friday. On this episode, we're going to be talking about email marketing for those of you that haven't set up email marketing yet for Black Friday. Do stay tuned. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kenny, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategy, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. This episode is brought to you by Clavio. It is a game-changing email automation tool specifically built for scaling e-commerce businesses. I'm not just saying it. I use Clavio in my e-commerce store and in stores I advise for. Household names in the e-commerce space such as Brooklyn Inn, Bonobos, and Chobis use Clavio. Here's why. Clavio has one of the most impressive feature sets in the e-commerce email personalization space at the moment. Besides the one-click setup, Clavio's Pixel tracks visitor behavior to help you set up highly effective custom email funnels. Clavio also offers pre-built autoresponders for cart abandonment, upsells, and win-back campaigns. Clavio's most game-changing feature is its Facebook audiences integration, which helps your email list to sync up with your Facebook ad campaigns. So as you continue to scale up your store, Clavio will help automate a lot more sales. Try Clavio today on Clavio.com, spelt K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Exodus to the 2X e-commerce podcast show. I'm your host, Kune Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail, not at the enterprise and neither at the micro retail level. We're at the fine middle and we're here to help you ambitious retailers looking to 2X, 3X or 10X metrics such as conversions, average order value, repeat customers, traffic and ultimately sales. And as usual, I handpick my guests that come on the show to share their expertise and experience. My criteria is based on one thing. Can they help you guys grow? And on today's episode, I'm super, super excited to introduce Mitch Gruber from Clavio. Yes, Clavio, because prior to listening to this intro, you must have heard about Clavio and you must have heard about other Clavio experts who've come on you know, the show to talk about email marketing and retention. And the reason I have Mitch here is he's gone through over 350 Clavio accounts over the last almost three years, and he knows what works with Clavio and what doesn't. And um, now that the holiday season is around the corner, you know, where, where if you're listening to this show, you're like, you know, two weeks away from, um, from, from, from Black Friday and Cyber Monday, it is super important, you know, to, to, to get your email marketing right, because that is the way you're going to get attention from your customers, from your existing customers. I'm not going to talk too much, but I'd like to introduce Mitch to the show. 
Welcome, Mitch. Thanks so much. Really appreciate uh, you having me here. Fantastic. Um, so could you take a minute or less to introduce yourself and your work at um, Clavio, please? Absolutely. Uh, so my name is Mitch. I've been at Clavio here for about two and a half years. And as you mentioned, helped over 350 uh, Clavio customers get on board. Uh, I work uh, here on our sales team, which is a bit of a sales and hybrid onboarding role here. So helped a lot of companies and a lot of companies of different sizes from just starting out to, you know, tens, 20, $30 million companies really kind of get transitioned over into Clavio and, and help them strategize of how to level up their marketing and, and how to do that specifically with Clavio. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's um, a lot of accounts you've, you've, you've gone through. Um, where do we start from? I think we let, let's start from um, how important, you know, this period is for, for retailers. Um, what what kind of numbers are you seeing in, in Clavio um, in regards to Q4, especially the end of November and December? Um, how important is this across the board, you know, with for, for retailers? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a reason that the holidays are, are called the big spending time of the year. I mean, this is when people are coming out and looking to buy. And so for a lot of our, our customers here and a lot of the companies that I talk to, this is when they're really trying to kick things into high gear and make sure that everything is set up and perfect uh, to go for the holiday season because it's really one of those times a year where the businesses themselves have so much to work on, whether that's fulfilling orders, getting set up. And so you got to really got to make sure that everything is, is set in place from a marketing standpoint and especially from an email standpoint. You want to have that foundation laid because it's really important to, to make sure that all of that's there because as you focus on all the other things and the day-to-day and the logistics, you want to make sure that that, that foundation and, and all those funnels are set up to really help you optimize what this time of year means because you know Black Friday came about as, uh, as going into the black for a lot of companies and that's the big day when, when the spending happens and so you really want to make sure that, that, that you make the most out of that uh, with what's coming. Super interesting. Um, so obviously you people should be planning about, you know, for, for, for this period. And given the fact that it's, it's just so much around the corner, um, for those who have not quite um, put their plans together for, for email marketing, um, what quick actions can they take now in the next three to seven days um, to, to still maximize um, this, this Black Friday, Cyber Monday period? Yeah. So one of the big pieces here uh, is, is Black Friday. I think it's thought of as a time to send out either it's a big promotion or some offer incentive and things like that. While that's important, it's also really important to make sure that the funnels and the flows and more of the automated side of things are set up. So you really want to make sure that you're covering all the different points in the life cycle, whether that's through your abandoned browse, uh, your abandoned carts, having a really solid welcome series set up some post-purchase flows. You want to make sure that your customers are going to be successful through the holiday season. <clears throat> so making sure that those are set up along the way uh, and having those, that kind of foundation built out. So, you know, having an abandoned cart that has, you know, at least two to three emails in it uh, that's going out, mm-hmm. having an abandoned browse uh, that's going out as well to understand what products are people engaging with on your site. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, what's going to really help move the needle is as you send out all of these campaigns and these broadcast emails with your offers and promotions, it's really important to make sure that as people are taking more of the behavioral actions on your site, that you're able to help optimize and, and, and walk people through that life cycle as well. 
Interesting. So what would you best suggest? Would you suggest a, a series of broadcast emails or would you just automate everything? Just trying to to figure out um, the best way to to set up your your Black Friday and Cyber Monday campaigns. Yeah, it should be a, it should be a mix of both for sure. Um, you're going to want those broadcast emails to go out. I mean, this is the time where you want to be driving that traffic to your site. This is one of those unique times a year where people are looking in their inbox to see what's coming. So it's important to make sure that those campaign and broadcast emails are going out to get people to this site. And so, in terms of in terms of preparation for that. You want to make sure that you understand who are the different groups that you're sending to. So getting into the segmentation, an example could be who are those VIP customers, for example, and, and maybe you're doing an early release, right? You're sending out a particular promotion 12 hours early to that group right there. And that's kind of a free way to make someone feel special and kind of personalize that experience for customers. But then who are also those people that are only buy during this time of year? So also helping to understand who are the audiences that you're going to be sending out to. So you can kind of have the right messaging that's that's prepared for that based on whatever promotion or messaging that you're trying to run. And then once that's, you know, once those people land on site, that's where the automation is really going to kick in to make sure that people are going down the right paths, being nurtured in the right life cycle um, stages. Okay. So this segments are pretty easy to create within Clavio. Absolutely. Absolutely. Interesting. Okay. Then um, when would you send your first broadcast email? It depends on how you want to tackle that. Um, there is often this concept of kind of prepping your customers for what's coming. Um, and so a lot of that can get into the segmentation piece as well. So if you, for example, have people that only typically buy this time of year and you know that maybe they're a discount buyer or if they're coming only during the holiday season, for those people, I might send them an email a little bit earlier, right? Maybe about a week before trying to prep them and just get them re-engaged with the brand. It may have been a little bit of time since they had maybe initially bought from you or engaged with you in the past, we kind of want to prime those people and be ready to buy for when the time actually comes for that kind of big, you know, either whether it's Black Friday or Cyber Monday push uh, in general. But there may be those kind of VIP customers who are going to shop with you guys year round, um, you know, or are already familiar, familiar with the brand and they're going to buy anyway, right? So we may not want to push the sale a little, you know, too early for those people because we don't want to lose out on the sales prior uh, to that event as well. So maybe we're prepping them you know, a day or two before uh, the big event. So we're not, you know, creating that loss in between. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Then when you send out the offers, what do you see best in class, um, you know, Clavio customers do? Are they sending one offer or are they sending a series of offers to to the audience? What does it look like? Um, for most, it's it's segmented a little bit. I mean, we don't want to get too crazy, right? We don't want to have to be managing, you know, seven, 12, 15 different offers that are going out, but it can definitely be really helpful to at least strategize a little bit, right? If you know someone's a pretty much a deep discount buyer, right? We maybe we want to increase a little bit there on the discount front to send out that offer for those people because it's a higher likelihood that they're going to buy there. But there are other people that are going to buy regardless, right? So it may be less of of importance to kind of deeper discount there, for example, or to, you know, increase like a crazy offer in that front. And then also there's kind of two distinct periods, especially in like the big weekend. If you look at Black Friday and Cyber Monday, what other companies have done in the past is they've kind of created two different types of offers, one for Black Friday and one for Cyber Monday. And what that ultimately does is it gets a customer to say, I'm going to engage with you on Black Friday, but then once Cyber Monday comes around, 
there's something else that's completely different that I may be interested in as well. So kind of changing up, not just whether it's a discount or an offer, but just kind of the different target audiences for those days and the types of offers that you may be running can help people to come back and buy not just once, but twice, um, you know, through that holiday season or find an example of a product that might be a gift for a friend or something like that. So it's essentially expanding the audience um, and kind of getting, increasing the lifetime value, um, you know, number of purchases that someone might be, you know, buying throughout that season. I like that, um, you know, um, having that separate, you know, um, offer for Cyber Monday to stimulate a second, you know, purchase or reason to buy from you. So, yeah, super, super useful. Yeah. And one thing off of that is if you're doing something like that, it gives you a nice opportunity, especially, you know, whether it's through an automation or a campaign to say, hey, if someone does buy through that Black Friday day, for example, you can then follow up informing them of what that offer is going to be on Monday, right? So it just mm-hmm. kind of gives you a unique opportunity to just kind of get in their face and say, hey, we know that we're super excited to have you as a customer. Just so you know, right here comes part two, right? So keep an eyeball out, come check us out again. Um, so it kind of gets those people and gives you an opportunity to drive that repeat traffic through the site, you know, just a few days later. That makes sense. What about frequency, you know, standard frequency? Um, how would you sort of plan out um, the, the broadcast, um, what times, um, you know, would it be Thanksgiving evening, you know, um, you know, what, what does it look like over the span of, um, the, the four days of the weekend mm-hmm. through to Monday? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely for us here at Clavio, I mean, Friday morning is going to just going to be a huge, um, that's when most of the emails are going out, um, it's kind of right in the morning there. Right. So trying to prep people, um, you know, in the morning for what they're going to be buying. And it's also important to, um, to make sure that you're sending to people uh, in their time zone, right? So if you're hitting them at like 8 a.m., for example, um, you want that to be 8 a.m. in their time. Uh, and so it's important to do that. And Clavius makes it really easy for you to do that uh, as well, but definitely kind of prepping people in the morning. That being said, I've seen some interesting stuff that people have done in the past. So for example, uh, there was a company that did what they call a cocktail hour uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. And they had, I think it was like a 10% discount for the whole day for example. And then from the hours of 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., they did what they called a cocktail hour. And that was where they discounted down to 20% or sorry, up to 20% uh, for just those two hours. And so basically what they did is they started to prep their customers and say, here you go, right? Be ready for this time period to buy. And so what it actually did is it got people to kind of set their alarms and be ready to go um, for that particular time period here. So timing in the emails is important on the day. So obviously you want to hit them in the morning. Uh, if you think about it, like on Thanksgiving and kind of the night before, it's good to prep the customers and say, hey, this is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, that's, uh, you know, people are often either out shopping or kind of preparing for that. So it's mm-hmm. good to let them know. But then also, you know, the, the big announcement probably should come uh, in the morning. But if mm-hmm. you're doing other timed based strategies, uh, you know, it's important to, to kind of structure that around, um, you know, what your timing is built out as. That's super hack, Mitch. Um, so listeners, um, think about cocktail hour, a deep discount over a short period of time to just spike traffic and spike sales. Awesome stuff there, Ninja. Okay. Um, next question I have is um, in, in regards to um, the, the the frequency. Um, so just connecting to my last question. Um, so mm-hmm. how, how many times, you know, would you really want to, you know, um, message or you know get into the you know inbox of your customers you know um over that period yeah this is a huge opportunity especially when you send out that first email to understand who's engaging 
with that email, right? So we may not want to send to the entire list three times, for example, in one day, right? That's just going to be kind of a, a bit overload for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, we do want to make sure that we're still practicing good engagement, um, you know, practices along the way. And so what's really important, and this is a little bit of prep work that you can do, uh, in terms of preparing for the holidays is to kind of set up those segments to say, I sent out this email, who are the people that are open that email, who clicked, who engaged? Cause you also have to be mindful of the fact that there are people that are a going to buy, right? There are people that are going to go and browse products. And if you have that foundational flow set, they're already going to be getting you know, some of your flow emails that we'll be sending out, for example. But it's the people that are engaging and showing the strong buying signs that you're probably going to hit again, maybe in the afternoon, right? So you hit them kind of with that morning announcement, you hit them again in the afternoon to say, hey, we saw, you know, these are the people that I know were really engaged with the content that I was sending out. So I'm going to hit those people again, uh, you know, in the afternoon with something like that. We don't really necessarily want to send to everyone along the way to say, you know, hey, I'm just going to hit you, you know, three times to my entire list we do need to preserve uh, kind of deliverability in the future here uh, as well. So we don't want to, you know, hammer people and have too many people like marking us as spam on subscribing. So that's where you can really get strategic to find out who's engaging with the content, who's showing those buying signs that are more likely to buy on that day. And those are the people that we're going to want to hit again, uh, you know, later in the afternoon there. Nice. So, so it's a, it's a nice funnel. Um, you're, you're, you're doubling down on, you know, who's engaged and then you're doubling down to see if you can get more engagements and a sale off the back of, you know, that wide funnel. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Um, how do you make your emails stand out? You know, um, obviously Black Friday, a ton of emails, you know, flushing through, flowing through, um, you know, um, everybody's inbox from, from every, you know, um, shop they've ever bought from. Um, so, so what tips um, does Clavio have um, to um, for getting our emails to actually stand out from subject through to the structure, the, the internals, you know, and the offer? Yeah. So a lot of that is just, you want to be really clear on the content that you're sending out, right? So a piece of advice that I always give to people that, you know, they're coming on board in general and then just sending out campaigns is you want to keep it really clear of what's exactly you want the customer to do, right? You want that potential person to do, whether that's to go browse a particular product, to just go to the site and browse. Uh, you want to keep that really simple because if you're giving, you know, five, six, seven calls to action, for example, in an email, inevitably Murphy's Law says that they're going to pick, the, you know, five or six things that you don't want them to do. So keep it simple, right? Get them directly to the site. People also will go run through their inbox. I know I do this on Black Friday. It's like, what's coming out? What's, you know, what should I be looking at? And so that can translate into the subject line too, is just giving a little bit of a sneak peek of kind of what's to come in the email. Um, you know, cause at that point you, know, you could open your email, you know, in the morning and have 50 emails from a bunch of different subscriptions that you signed up for. So just giving someone a sneak preview to say, Hey, this is what you should expect a little bit uh, in the email itself. If you've done a little bit of preparation, so for example, some brands will do a delayed, not a delayed announcement, but um, a little bit of like an anticipation campaign to say, hey, something big's coming, something big's coming, right? Then something along the lines of, hey, it's here, right? Peaking the curiosity of what's what's coming inside that. Uh, if it's a little bit more out of the blue and there's you know not been a ton of prep around a, you know a big announcement or anticipation campaign, something like that. Um, you know, making it a little bit more straightforward of actually what type of things are going to be in that email. So when I go in there, I kind of know what what's coming along there. Because if someone's going to buy, right, there's either looking out for your brand or they're they're thinking, hey, I should I should keep on the radar um, to, mm-hmm. to keep an eye out for that email. 
So just making it really clear um, for that customer to do exactly what you want them to do. And that is obviously to go back to the site. And if you have a more targeted strategy, it uh, might be to go to a particular place in the site or for a particular product or something like that. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Um, then I also want to talk about like, you know, obviously um, for the huge brands, you know, um, whether it's the Targets or the Walmarts or the, you know, Apples, what have you um, here in, you know, John Lewis, Argos is here in, in the UK. You mm-hmm. would typically have, um, have them work with the press, you know, with, with, um, with, with media and, um, you know, newspapers and bloggers will, you know, publicize their, their offers, you know, top Black Friday offers. You'd find them in BuzzFeed and, you know, Daily Mail, all these, you know, online publications just to get the word out as, as, um, as, as much as possible. Now, um, for, you know, um, mid-sized retailers, they don't typically have, you know, that um, luxury. So what we typically tap into would be paid, you know, marketing to, you know, sort of, you know, reach out to people who've engaged with, with us in any way, shape or form to, to announce it. My question is how um, do best-in-class Clavio stores actually integrate what's going on on Facebook with, with, um, with, with email campaigns running, you know, over the holiday period. Yeah, um, for sure. This is something that is particularly important, right? Especially in the e-commerce world. It's, you know, we're, put, we're funding a ton of money into Facebook and Instagram in these, in these paid traffic sources here. So it's really important to make sure that we're connecting the messaging that's going on between both more of what's considered the retention side, right? And the, the email front, um, once you have those people on board and then also connecting that to either the acquisition front or, furthering the reach of that retention process. This is one of my favorite parts about Klaviyo is, is our integration with Facebook audiences. Uh, and at the end of the day, that also uh, can connect up into Instagram uh, as well. And so what's really important what a lot of you know, best-in-class Klaviyo customers are doing is they're connecting the messaging that's going out, right? So for example, if I'm running a customer win-back campaign through Klaviyo, being able to connect that through a Facebook audience and build a segment of Klaviyo of who those people are connect that to either a custom audience uh, and kind of run those that messaging set in tandem so that that person's not only opening an email from you uh, about a particular promotion or something like that, they're also you know seeing that on Facebook as well um, and keeping that messaging consistent. And that's really important um, as well because the more touch points that you can have, um, the higher likelihood is you're going to get them to come back and buy, especially for like the Black Friday and holiday season. Um, Acquisition is going to be a big piece, but then also, you know, getting those existing customers to buy. And so what you can do as well is you can use kind of your VIP customers. You can use the segmentation tools of Klaviyo to build out who are my VIP customers, my potential high rollers, who are those people, mm-hmm. and then create lookalike audiences within Facebook, right? So helping you to really tap into who are those potential customers that are, you know, identical matches or, or look just like my existing audience. Uh, and how do we drive them through the funnels, uh, you know, of Clavio, get them to the site and get them to engage with all the different pieces that we're looking for. Mm, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. Um, what are your um, top must have um, email sequences or flows for this period? Uh, people just need to get done in the next five days. Yeah, so there's four um, that I would say are to must-haves. Uh, if, if you don't have them, get them set up, get them ready to go. Um, first is going to be the abandoned cart. Um, that's typically the most common, and, and my guess is, is most of you probably have an abandoned cart running, but if you don't, definitely get it up and running. 
Uh, and if you do make sure that it has at least two to three emails going out in it okay. currently, mm-hmm. um, that first one should be pretty shortly after someone abandons the cart, right? Maybe an hour or two after, um, second should be probably a day after that. And then, uh, a third or fourth, uh, usually a couple days after that as well. So that's kind of a rough sketch of timing there. Second's going to be a browse abandonment. That's going to hit people a little bit earlier in the cycle. Um, then actually before they get to that abandoned cart process, um, and so that's going to get your, your people that are just looking around on the site, not quite sure if they want to be interested in the product. Maybe you have a higher priced item, for example, some that browse abandonment can be really effective to nurture those people into continuing on to either the abandoned cart process, um, you know, or getting them back to the site. That can be usually one, sometimes two emails if you want. You don't want to go overboard on that, right? Because someone was just looking at a particular product, but it's important to make sure we know what they're doing on the site. Third is going to be the welcome series. Uh, make sure that that's really locked up uh, in terms of understanding is the messaging what I want it to be, um, giving people an overview of your brand um, so that they know, you know, why should I be buying from you versus just buying, you know, a product from like a Walmart or an Amazon. This is an opportunity to really kind of get people involved into the brand itself. Uh, and it's also an opportunity to really start to set your customers up for success as well. So as you get into the Black Friday and holiday season, really busy time of year for you as, as a marketer and as a business owner. Uh, and so you oftentimes don't have a lot of time to respond to like support requests and people writing in. So it's important to make sure that you're arming your customers and potential customers with any information that they may need to be successful, whether that's, um, you know, what are your shipping policies and, you know, what's uh, your return policy, just giving people kind of that comfort and uh, peace of mind and easy access to that information along the way. Uh, in addition to informing people of, Hey, what's, what are my best sellers, right? What, what are the things that you should be looking at buying from me in my store um, is, is a great way to highlight uh, in that welcome series as well. So that one's going to be super important. And then uh, fourth is going to be some form of like a post-purchase follow-up. So like a customer thank you. Uh, for example, someone's going to come to your site and just buy. They may not go through your welcome series, for example, right? Because typically that's upon sign-up. So that kind of post-purchase customer thank you is a great opportunity to engage that customer because we do want to make sure that we're setting these customers up for success in the long run as well. So it's going to be a big acquisition period for a lot of, you know, a lot of you guys here. And so it's really important to make sure that we're setting these people up to become customers after Black Friday as well. Um, And so what I think a lot of traps that people fall into is they'll do a big push for Black Friday. They'll say, whew, made it through that. And then two to three months have gone by and all of those people that they have acquired are getting an email from them for the first time in two to three months. Uh, and that's not necessarily the best way to, to do that. We want to make sure that we're giving those people, um, keeping them engaged with the brand, starting to initiate that process. And that's a great, uh, great thing that the customer thank you can help with. Interesting. Really, really, really good stuff. So um, guys, um, abandoned cart, browse abandonment, welcome series, and post-purchase flow. If you don't have one or any of them, um, just get get started right away. Um, hope you took notes. Um, then one, one, one other question I have is slightly complex, uh, might not be to you because you're, you're um, your Clavio, is the case of cycles, you know, um, customer cycles or purchase cycles um, and the timing of emails. Um, so if I was selling um, shoes, you know, uh, maybe I was selling um, croc-like shoes or sandals, I know that, um, 
you know, um, people may want to buy those sandals um, at a certain time of the year. So my cycle could be every 12 months. That being said, if I'm selling coffee where it's like a replenishable, then my cycles would be, you know, every month or every few weeks. How should you engineer your email flows, your Clavio email flows, or your um, behavioral, you know, um, email marketing to to match cycles? What what should retailers, you know, kind of do so they one do not send few messages, or two do not send too many messages to to um, their base? Yeah, that's um. That's a great, great question. Um, and it's, it's tricky, right? Because how do you toe the line between not, you know, kind of blowing up someone's inbox continuously for 12 months, right? If I'm only buying sandals, right? In, uh, in April or May, for example. Um, but it really depends on, on the, the business. And this is oftentimes where uh, I get into really good conversations with business owners and marketers around what are the types of products that people are buying? What should that replenishment cycle look like? Um, and are there places that we can start to fill in the gaps in between, right? So for example, you're selling a product that people are buying, you know, only, you know, every specific time period of year. So sandals, for example, mm-hmm. are there other products and other ways that we can start to supplement that? That's where we can get into do a lot of like cross-selling, right? So how do you fill the gaps between that particular product uh, and that particular cycle uh, versus replenishment? If you're looking at coffee, then it's an understanding of one, like, do I have a subscription part to my business? Um, and if I do, how can I take the opportunity to someone, if someone is buying, for example, a bag of coffee today, they buy another one, you know, 30 days from now, how can I push them towards that subscription piece of my business, for example? Uh, or how can I just help continue them to buy, right? So getting like a replenishment flow set up that says, hey, every 25 days after purchase, I'm going to send an email that says, it's time to buy again. And you want to make that process really simple uh, for, for that customer, right? So showing them the product and say, hey, maybe you bought this particular type of coffee. Um, click here to buy it again, right? And so that's something that Clave is going to make really easy uh, for you to do is to really pull in the products and understand what customers have done in the past, make it really easy for them to buy again. Um, and Clave is also starting to get into a lot of like data science and analysis of individual customers as well. So to understand and look at an individual customer and say, what is the actual average days between order uh, for each one of these customers? We'll actually help you figure out what that number is and can help you to do a little bit of analysis to say, how can I structure my flows uh, and my win-back sequences off of, you know, kind of data um, and and the numbers themselves. That's something we're going to help you do um, specifically. So like you said, it's a bit of a tricky line, right? So if you have a highly replenishable product, making sure that you're, you're prompting people to go through that process. Uh, and then also, if it's a little bit more of a longer cycle, right, how can we supplement that with other products getting into cross-selling complementary products uh, along the way? I'm um, getting into a lot of like product recommendations. Um, that's where that's really going to help to supplement, um, you know, someone buying a new set of sandals, for example, every year. Interesting, super, super interesting, you know, um, um, topic. And um, I guess the it would vary to, you know, um, based on the kind of business you're, you're, you're involved in, the kind of products you sell. Okay. Um, before I let you go, um, first of all, thank you for for your time and you know all these tips. Um, really, 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 really insightful stuff. What are your so top email your top highly recommended top email resources? You know, for people who really want to sort of double down on um, to, on the email marketing and retention. Yeah. Um, so blogs are super helpful. I know here at Clavy we release content weekly um, around 
whether it's case studies, optimization, like what other people have done in the past, I personally draw a lot of information from our blog. Um, but then one thing that I always recommend uh, to people that are looking to kind of get more ideas is start to follow brands that you admire. Um, and I think this is often overlooked is sometimes we'll get content in an email will say, that was really good, right? I really liked that made me do something. Uh, and so oftentimes you can draw a lot of inspiration from following a brand that you really like, or you really understand uh, and felt like that worked. And so that's oftentimes a really great source of information to draw from uh, there along the way um, okay. is to just kind of look at, at all those different pieces and say, yeah. oh, hey, you know, like I got a browse abandonment email from them. I looked at a product and I got an email. It made yeah. me go back and look at it again, right? <laughs> I want to do that. Um, and so there's something, you know, inherently cool about that because if it worked on you, uh, there's a good chance that, you know, it's going to work on some of your customers as well. Yeah. yeah, a listener of this show and a friend of mine, um, he runs a store and uh, he he actually purchased, you know, uh, a product from a brand he admired and he just started to document their entire flow and he mapped it out on a spreadsheet and it was, mm-hmm. it was quite fascinating when he was able to reverse engineer it. Um, he yeah, I get, that, I get people that do that all the time. They say, yeah. So show me a napkin or a piece of paper and they'll say, Hey, this was exactly what I got. Like, how do we do this? Right. How do we go and, and do exactly what they did? Uh, Cause it worked on me and, and I, I think it's going to work for my, my customers as well. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, Mitch. Um, for those who like stock onto this um, bit of the show and um, obviously they're keen to, to follow and learn more about, you know, what you do, the kind of content you push out, what's the best way they can, you know, um, follow you or get in touch with you? Yeah, definitely. Um, so you can just go to clavia.com slash blog, right? That will take you right to our blog um, to follow a lot of our content. Uh, if you have questions, um, want to know more about Clavio, um, shoot us a note, uh, either at success at clavio.com or sales at clavio.com, depending on what you're looking for. Um, yeah. And definitely uh, super excited to, to chat and, um, you know, and, and push any more content and, and, and advice that, that we can can help with here to help help all y'all be successful uh, through this season. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you for, for coming on the show and um, the super great tips. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Cheers. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2xecommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.